Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi, and with me today I've got Jamie Bennett from Outdoors WA. Welcome, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, so as some of you may have noticed already, Donovan is not with us. He is over east. Um, yeah, he's. it's been quite a busy time for both of us, and this is the only time we could really get a, a podcast out and recorded for when it has been released. Lucky um, me, mate. Yeah. yeah, so you get me <laughs> and Jamie for the whole pod. Um, so the reason we have Jamie in at this specific moment, it is a timing issue. It is outdoors October at the moment. We're right in the middle of it. Well, we're at the beginning, so yeah. Yep, and it's an initiative where you're just kind of trying to encourage people to get outdoors and have a big social media campaign, a big uh, print media campaign to, yeah, get people out. That's right, mate, and even on TV, uh, this year, in fact, so you know it's wonderful to start to see people that are getting up, getting active, and uh, you know thinking about where they're going to go outdoors, and you know particularly maybe what trail they're going to pick and get adventurous. Mm. I mean, it's a great time of year for it. When did the idea for Outdoors WA form? Yeah, so roughly five years ago, we we're thinking of you know what can we do to promote more people getting outdoors itself. Um, you know, how can we encourage more people to be out there adventuring? And, and of course, you know, this is the end of the year when footy's wrapping up and people are thinking it's sort of a transition between sports. We'd run a number of things, you know, come and try this day or come and try that day. And a lot of clubs do that sort of stuff mm. this time of year. So we're thinking, well, why don't we have a month? Why don't we just pick a month, you know? And our October's a perfect month. So we'll create Outdoors October as you know, a month-long set of activities and we've, you know, curated it into a calendar over 100 events um, and yeah we so roughly started off with about 15 community organizations that came on board so people mm. that you know like paddling wa and uh, bushwalking wa and um, Bookman track foundation those sort of community groups and then just grew from there mm. well, we certainly got the alliteration going for you it's a great month for it um, how can people get involved and kind of what you talked about events what kind of events are there for them to engage in yeah, so the first step, I guess like most things where you're going to go out um, adventuring is to plan. So we'd encourage people to go to the Outdoors October website, www.outdoorsoctober.com.au, and so they, they go to the calendar there. There's over 100 events that are happening across the month. So you can pick the week view and then you can see a whole range of events that are happening there. So, And you can sort by, is it a family event or is it an expo or a training event, that sort of thing. So there's some fantastic things that are out there for uh, groups. So there's camping opportunities that are coming up. Uh, there's bushwalking um, opportunities that are coming up. There's survival courses all sorts of things, paddling, you name it, and there'll be both an event that's out there and there's likely to be connected then to a group that provides those things. So uh, our hope is that people connect to that in Outdoors October and that should be the beginning of their adventures. Mm. So you mentioned there's lots of groups and this year being the fifth year. What's the support been like and what can we expect for the rest of the month? Do you know any kind of big events coming up on the calendar? Well, I certainly know, you, so coming up, uh, Coldy's got a big adventure race coming up, and we know, in fact, there's a lot of development happening down there. Some great mountain biking tracks mm. um, that have just been put in, and so I know the Coldy community is looking forward to people coming down there and, and using those. There's trail racing happening down in Albany soon, and, yeah, for people that are just sort of thinking, how do I start to get out there, we'd encourage them, just go along and, and have a look. Go along and find a trail to participate in. And um, you start thinking about connecting up to some of those 
groups and opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, because being outdoors doesn't really strict you to one particular activity. There's a whole load out there. No, and, that's you know. right, mate. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I, and that's what I think. We, we tend to define that people, some people love one particular activity. So they might be, you know, dead set mountain bike passionate. But often, you know, they, they, they'll do that for a number of years and they think, I want to try something else. So, you know, I might want to try and go a bit of bushwalking, mm. something like that. And, and those opportunities are easily accessible to people. So, or they might start out with that, you know, we're just going to start out walking and um, then we want to, you know, we're going to walk up into some hilly terrain. How do I get climbing? And I might want to go and hook up with um, the, you know, WA Climbing Association mm. and, and get out there with them. So, you know, it's just every little step is a step closer to, you know, being a passionate outdoors person. Yeah, and I suppose, yeah, having outdoors October and getting everyone involved kind of gives the opportunity to go and try something new. Yeah, so we've got community groups involved. We've got commercial providers involved who can provide those experiences. We've got stores involved. So there's a number of retail providers that have stepped up and, and um, said, look, we want to get behind you. How do we support that as a project? Yeah. And obviously, having been an ambassador last year for Outdoors I know, mate, you're passionate on the social media space. Yeah, uh, they're a big part of the promotion. Can you tell me a little bit about the 2018 ambassadors and what they've contributed to spreading the message? I can, yeah. So we've got 10 this year, mate. So we've sort of ramped it up a bit from um, previous years. But they're a very diverse group. We've got people like Jen Wardle, who's with Rock and Roll Mountain Biking. I'm sure there's outdoors people that know um, her from up in the camel farm. And Jen's just such a passionate ambassador. We first picked her up because she submitted a photo of her out mountain biking with her kids. Mm. And we said, oh, this is fantastic. Who is this mum? Little do we know that, you know, she's heart and soul behind mountain biking in Western Australia with, with rock and roll. So um, people like Melina. Uh, Melina, she's a tra- um, Perth Trail Series trail runner. Yeah, we've so had Melina on before. Yeah, so she's, a, you know, how excited she is to get people out there on trails, preferably moving a little bit faster than I do. Yeah. But, um, you know... Very excited to do that um, in that sort of stuff. Uh, Belinda Freep is another one, and she's an outdoor ed teacher. So when we first kicked off Outdoors October, it starts in the holidays, but pretty quick, you know, you're back at school. Mm. And um, we've been watching a number of outdoor ed teachers that are just, you know, really pumping there and getting their students up and out. And why not? This yeah. is fantastic weather um, for that sort of stuff. So... I've got other people like Dr. Michael Crouch, who's a mate of mine, and went, we just went paddling on the Blackwood together, in fact, and, and um, just spectacular down there so with this weather that we're having at the moment. Mm. You know, the weekends um, are perfect for, you know, that short drive out of Perth, yep. whether it's walking, paddling, whatever. So that's yeah. just a handful of our ambassadors, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Steve Sirtis, who oh, we've had Steve. on the pod oh, a few all right. times. Can't go without we, mentioning we're, we're Steve. We're picking up all the – they're just – too many good people out there. So Steve is fantastic, you know, Mr. Fiddleman Track himself mm. uh, and, you know, absolutely passionate about training other outdoor leaders, absolutely passionate um, about, you know, connecting to people in ways that both assist them uh, in getting outdoors but also developing their skills. So he's, you know, Steve's, I guess, a classic example of one of those people that really works at developing outdoor leaders but also runs things like... Um, you know, how to cook, how to navigate, mm-hmm. all those that are great skills that if you improve incrementally, you're just going to endure, 
that time outdoors more and more. So, you know, first thing is just to get a taste for it. And then there's those sort of opportunities to build on your skills. You know, there's always a new challenge in the outdoors. So there's no excuse if you think, oh, I'm a bit bored with one thing to not go and tackle something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Steve's a great resource to the Billman Track Foundation, yeah. just the outdoors community in general. They're very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. So with these ambassadors, it would be criminal not to launch without a launch party. And you were <laughs> well, yes, fortunate right. yeah. enough to have the top floor of the Cedar Summit headquarters. Yeah. So uh, yeah, tell new us building. Little, yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, Cedar Summit, you know, what a fantastic brand. They're, they're exporting product all around the world, you know, that is making life easier for us mm. um, that are hoping to get outdoors. And um, so, yeah, we had f over 40 people, you know, outdoors, people from the outdoors community um, up there on the roof. And, you know, the great thing there, people were, um, I guess, sharing their ideas for what they're going to do in Outdoors October and, and making a pledge for that. We had one of our ambassadors, Rob McSporan, who looks after marketing, you know, he was the host, I guess, for the evening. And then we had a couple of people say, so Jen um, spoke and talked about her experience and how she initially thought that her um, you know, mountain biking business was going to be a coffee shop. <laughs> so it's cool. so, so come a long way a from that. Bit, That's yeah. right, yeah. And, um, and we had uh, Henry Kelsey, so from um, Wilderness Equipment, speak as well. So, and he's a young, absolute, you know, fire, fired up about getting both people outdoors and, you know, he spoke about um, some of his own... Uh, experiences in camping but you know he's fired up about how do we get more people outdoors and I guess in terms of their the equipment development how do we develop stuff that people are going to use mm. you know and is going to is going to um, stand the test of time so you're not having to buy something because it's broken um, you can pick that gear up and and work with it and so he's passionate you know about getting outdoors testing gear and getting more people out with him so you know it's great to have ambassadors like that that can share their story mm. And we've spoken about ambassadors and a whole lot about Outdoors October, but do you want to just give us a little bit about yourself and how you became involved in Outdoors WA? Yeah, sure. So I guess I've always been excited about getting outdoors from being a little kid. So uh, I used to go up in the hills, you know, picnicking with mum and dad, that sort of thing. And um, my family originally came from Victoria. So the other sort of uh, place that I've scooted around uh, my dad's side of the family is the Grampians. Yeah. So some, you know, wonderful little mountains there tucked away in rural Victoria. Uh, as a kid, you know, getting around and I was fortunate to um, hook up with other kids in the outdoors and then lead on some uh, school holiday programs that were down the Stirling Ranges. It was, a, I guess, a steep learning curve down there, wandering mm -hmm. in and out in, the, in and out of those mountains and still a, a favourite place for me. So from that, I sort of had a passion for the outdoors and started to, you know, work in that space. So I've freelanced around and um, done some work in community development and I was fortunate to also be a lecturer uh, when TAFE was running outdoor recreation courses. So I got to be a lecturer for students in the Diploma of Outdoor Recreation. And that's where, you know, really when you got 20, 25 students running around in the bush with, mm. you know, a whole different heap of providers supporting us, you started to really get a handle on what the sector's all about. I did, so, did a stint in local government and then the uh, opportunity came up at Outdoors WA. So they're looking for an executive um, that could step in there and support the sector and be prepared to answer questions all over the shop. So, mm. you know, my day involves people might, you know, ring me up from the country saying, you know, I need some information about 
you know, this bushwalking site or a campsite through to people in government ringing me up and saying, we, you know, we need some policy input around mm. stuff. So very diverse background to get me where I am. Yeah, I've been doing that for six years now and I guess no day's the same, um, but it's a very exciting and fulfilling role to, um, to be a representative for outdoors people. And know that, you know, there's thousands and thousands of passionate people out there of whom, you know, I get to I champion them during a project like Outdoors October. Mm, yeah, you certainly are a great asset to the community and <laughs> your passion really shows through when you do speak. Thanks, speed. mate. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. What's your favourite trail? Could be WA, could be overseas, interstate? Yeah, I've got, there's a few favourite spots, but definitely the Stirling Ridge Walk for me is a favourite space. And... It, you know, it's one of those testing environments. You can go up one day and, and um, you know, the, just the, the bit of a slog up the stairs if, you, mm. if you're going up um, from uh, Bluff Knoll itself and you can turn around that corner and just get blown off your feet, you know, with the weather coming from across from Albany. So that's a very exciting spot, especially now or, you know, wintertime. And, mm. and this year we've had snowfall, you yes. know. Um, I've been privileged to be up there myself and s- snow's come in and then I've been up there when it's much colder, too cold, for, <laughs> too cold and wet for the snow. Yeah. And you're just thinking, what am, what am I doing up here? Just hang on to a big rock so you don't get blown away. So there's that. And the, I guess the other spot, and, and I'm sort of giving it away, have been this October and that's um, the little walk from the treetop walk out to Giant's Hut mm. on the Bilman track is a great spot that's accessible to anybody, even if you just want to walk through there for a picnic. Yeah. That the, Those big, you know, grandma and granddaddy tingle trees through there are magic. So I'd encourage people that they might have been to the treetop walk, but few people realise that there's a great little walk just, you know, half an hour or so down the track to the hut and you can have a picnic or stay overnight. So it's great. Mm. Uh, with the increasing technology use within society, do you think people, and particularly kids, um, having a background working with kids, mm. do you see them wanting more of a connection with the outdoors? Yeah, I've got you know nieces and nephews, and my my kids are a bit bigger, but I think it's one of the challenges, I guess, of of our age at the moment that technology provides us. Um, with so much connectivity and access to stuff, but it sometimes can get in the way of connecting to people, mm. you know? So I think the outdoors provides a great opportunity for that to happen. So I think in terms of connection, you know, we encourage people to share their experiences on social media, to share that there's some amazing places that people can go and can get to, and and um, especially if you've, you've built up some skills in those areas. But Sometimes it's how you just need a digital detox. So when you're actually out on the trail, that's often a good time to turn your technology off or put it into, put your phone into airplane mode or whatever and just take that time to enjoy that space, you know. So it's a balance, I think, is the key for that. And for uh, kids, and especially I notice it with my little niece and nephew, that... um, they often can feel that they have to be attached to the screen all the time. Mm. Um, research is telling us that if you want to detox your brain, it takes about three days. So you get to that third day in the outdoors and you suddenly start to feel, I don't have to be connected to that. You know, And that can be, your brain starts to reset. That can be a great experience for people. And I think it should be part of every kid's you know, childhood. And mm. we, should, we should do more of it in terms of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, certainly doing yeah the town-to-town sections of the bill. I and mean, I'm happy I'm with Vodafone for some reason because <laughs> yeah. I don't get reception, so there's no need to put my phone Just drops out, mode. it's right. Yeah. So you kind of yeah, get that disconnect and you can enjoy what's around you rather than always being looking at your screen. But yeah. I guess the other reason for technology and having that to also connect with nature is the apps that they've got where you see yeah. a flower and you can there's now an app where you can point it what at it, it and it'll yeah. tell you it. so i think that space is growing i think mm. that's a good way to combine both technology and nature there's some great apps out there yeah that's right and well, there's one launched earlier this year it was just about frogs you know so you, you can hear all those noises but now you can easily identify you know mm. what sort of frog is it and you know what type of you know where's it hiding in the bush that sort of thing so I think it can really improve, enhance the experience um, as long as you're not tied to it. You're thinking, oh, you know, or the worst thing um, is people can become over-reliant when the battery stops mm. and they're suddenly, you know, fearful. It's like, oh, I don't know where I am now. Yeah. So Certainly where yeah. the navigation skills come into yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned before, you know, it takes three days to detox and studies have shown that the time spent in green spaces really improves quality mm. of life and really helps its, it was Mental Health Awareness yeah. Day today yeah. or yesterday, really helps them with those issues. What do you think the biggest challenge in today's society is for not getting outdoors enough? Yes, I think you're right. All that mental health stuff is really positive. We know there's endorphins, you know, chemicals in the brain get released, which is positive for mental health. Whilst I've said it's now three days to reset your brain, and we know that other research says that enhances creativity, five minutes in nature is good for you, mm. you know. So um, the fishermen have got it right, and that's why it's called fishing. You stand there looking out at the ocean is really good for you, you know, and fishing is just an excuse to do that we need more excuses to get outdoors you know i think is is part of our challenge so i've looked at some re, you know some of that research people are all time poor you know so we try and cram so much into our life and often the outdoors to gain some of those experiences you have to carve out time mm. i think what we realize though is when you do that you gain a massive reward mm. you know so once people go oh i'm going to spend a, a week you know, or three days on a trail somewhere, you suddenly go, why didn't I do more of this? You know, it's that it's a process of starting to plan that. And so one of our things that we know in that is to how do you make those things easier for people? So I think there's been some great work in that happening with, you know, sites like Trails WA, putting up accessible information. The podcast, you know, people listening to go, oh, I can gain some more information and I don't have to be tromping around the bush in the bush for decades to yeah. gain some of that stuff. Mm. So it's about that first planning step, I think. And and it probably begins with you just to open the front door and start walking down to your park. Mm. Yeah, or even your lunch break at work, just going and sitting yeah. down at the park. I know in the city there used to be a one at Central Park right down the stairs and I yeah, don't think I ever really used it as much as I should. That's it, you know. So people once we start that we we can start to, we start to crave nature mm. you know i think one of the things in perth and for western australia we're so spoiled we have often the best weather that we forget that you know if people in the uk or elsewhere you know didn't get out in our worst weather they'd mm. never get out yeah. well our, some of our worst weather is some of their best weather. <laughs> their best weather that's right yeah yeah so they're going wow you know we wish it was you know like this in summer you know mm. so 
and we get to choose. We have the biggest state. You can choose whichever weather you like. So you know, Walpole is great in summer. You know, there's no, you, you don't need necessarily walking too far in the hills up here in the stinking heat, but you can travel, you know, yeah. short drive down to areas where you can go, oh, weather's fantastic. Away I go again. Mm. Or even the converse, if you don't like the winter weather, you can drive oh, up north. And that's, that's exactly right. Tons and, up there. And there's a lot, there's a big tribe of grey nomads and others that, you know, sort of follow that weather to mm. um, enjoy that, you know just enjoy that experience so and i you know i think that's it you, you just got to create that time um and certainly the retirees that i've met a lot of them are that's their focus now they mm. want to enjoy that outdoors time because they, they're suddenly reminded oh i forgot to do that outdoors october is trying to remind people don't forget don't forget to do that mm. <laughs> you don't have to wait until you're retired <laughs> Well, I think that used to be the mentality. I think that's getting a less of a focus these days of I have to work really hard and then I'll enjoy it in my retirement. But that yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You know, you can go on the weekend adventures and even, you know, after work in summer, there's still plenty of sunlight. So I must admit, that's right. So yesterday afternoon, I, I did take a break and I was on the Canning River going for a paddle there. Mm. And because, our, you know, our days are getting longer, it's a perfect opportunity to do that, you know, and you can get out and... You know, we saw the birds sitting on the rock and, you know, that sort of stuff. So mm. it's perfect. And there wasn't so many paddlers, but there was a lot of people out jogging and walking the dog. Yeah. You know? And they're all part of Outdoors October. Yeah, no, exactly. Having two dogs, I do enjoy the afternoon walks. And during winter when it gets a bit dark, you kind of miss that. So, yeah, yeah it's lucky that winter is hiking season. I can get out on the weekends. Dogs are a great reminder, you know, because they will sit at the door and um, when you come home, they're going, it's time to get outdoors, yeah. you know? And it's, it's like, you can try and sit in front of the TV and they'll be like looking at you. Yeah, going, they know. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to read a clock, but I know it's time to get That's right. Come on, Mark. It's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of getting, you know, people outdoors and maybe they don't know the time or they don't know the activity to do, what's some advice that you would give someone that wants to be a little more active but doesn't have either that confidence yet or know where to go? Yes, I think, like I was saying, the first step is just to get out outside. With a lot of higher level activities, you need some fitness, you know. So you want to be able to confident to know, yeah, I can, I can walk down the park, I can walk back. And same with those other sort of activities. If um, if you're in the water, it's probably a good idea to you know be able to swim a few strokes. So you know the first steps are often the simplest one. You know, go down to your local park, go for a walk around there. Think. Um, I might want to extend myself a bit. Uh, is there a national park nearby? And we have some f fantastic national parks, you know. So John Forest as a national park is perfect to drive there. Some fantastic trails in there mm. that are um, really accessible to people. So get out and have a go at that. If you're thinking of, um, you know, going for a paddle, there's places that, that on the Swan where you can just you know, rent a canoe, rent a kayak and go for a paddle. Um or just go down and go for a swim. Start to get you know confident with that and think, okay, so what's the next step? Um, there are clubs and organisations that if you want to join up, they have passionate people in there. The reason they're part of that club or organisation is because they want to share those skills. Mm. So they're a really easy easy way. Just knock on their door and, and there's organised people that are happy to welcome you in. And I think that part of that challenge is just to know those people are around your corner, from the corner from you. Mm. you know? So step out and 
get in contact with them and you'll suddenly find, oh, there's a whole community of people I didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> but they are really keen to introduce me to these opportunities. So um, partly some of our stuff is trying to promote people to just think outside that box, you know, yeah. Yeah, as you say, just that, that first step and first experience. The first and, step's the hardest yeah. one and often it's once you experience that and I've seen, you know, seen it, just climbing up bluff knolls, people who've, you know, got up there and suddenly gone, this is a different world. It's mm. like, yeah, welcome to this world. Welcome to the outdoors world. Yeah. You're, you now can be part of it, you yeah. know, and you can do this for as young and as old as, as you are, you know, so you can start it as, you know, as a kid or you can start it at 75 and there's still a great world of experience out there. Um, so we've mentioned social media quite a lot is how can people get online and participate in Outdoors October with not necessarily going to events and doing that? So you're right. We do have a couple of things that we're getting people to do. So one is if they're planning something, they can make a pledge. So um, we've got a pledge form there. You can pledge what what will you be doing in Outdoors October. So it's a good start, we know, for people with their own behaviour. It's like if, if you say, yeah, I promise I'm going to go bushwalking, you make that promise to someone else, you know, or with mm. someone else, they're much more likely to get out and make sure that yeah. you do it. Um, so that's a simple thing. The other thing is we're running a, a photo competition for people under the Outdoors October hashtag. So, you know, we're encouraging people, whatever their adventures in WA, because we want them to share um, some of their experiences so other people can see what's going on, to get up there on Instagram, in their own social media space, and share under that hashtag. So per, And, you know, put in where you are and, you know, that you're having a great time, what your experience is about. And we're running a competition for that. So they could win some prizes um, at the end of the month around that. So we've got, we got the guys from the Bilman Track. They've put up a prize for a Star Trek walk. So, you know, go out and that's another thing, isn't it? You know, at this yeah. time of year, perfect opportunity to, to just be looking up at a million yeah. stars that is there. I have to clarify, yeah. that is looking at the stars. It's not getting oh, dressed yeah, up as a Star Trek character. <laughs> that's right, mate. <laughs> no, it's not even dressed in the Star Trek gear, yeah. I could actually imagine Steve walking around with a little set of Spock ears on. <laughs> He'd fit the part quite he'd, well. He'd be up for that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll mention that. And, and other stuff that's happening in the outdoors. So off the beaten track, are going to do. they've got a sunset yoga hike experience on offer. And that's another one of those things that we're seeing happening at the moment where people are blending different experiences. Mm. So it might be cooking in the outdoors, might be yoga in the outdoors, you know, a number of those sort of experiences that you just go, oh, I didn't didn't naturally think those things were going together, but they're Mm. broadening people's experience in the outdoors. So, you know, we encourage people to be part of the photo competition under that hashtag Outdoors October. But, you know, if you go to the website, you can see, oh, there's different things that, I hadn't really thought about that go really well together in the outdoors and you get a new perspective on stuff. So, yeah, yoga in the outdoors, do it. Yeah. No, certainly I've been on one of Tracy's uh, Pilates hikes. And it's, ah, it's right, a yeah. Very relaxing right. way to end a bushwalk, I'd have to say. Uh, it's, yeah, when you're out in nature, uh, it's just a different relaxation experience. Like you're just the act of bushwalking yeah. is relaxing, but then, yeah, slowing down and, taking in some Pilates or some yoga, it certainly adds to the, the experience. I think as you, you know, the further, the more steps you take into nature, the better you feel, mm. you know? And some of it is, it's not even about nature itself. It's providing that opportunity to connect with other people, you mm. know? So you're traveling that journey, you're actually physically traveling that journey together. Yeah. So often, you know, we work in environments where, 
you know, we're disconnected from people, we're, you know, screen focused. So just getting into the outdoors, walking alongside someone can just provide that opportunity to get mm. to know people, yeah. you know, yeah, and well, that enhances our being. Well, I thought it was funny, um, yeah, when you go, especially out hiking and you get to a campsite and you just automatically talk to everyone. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you walked into a cafe and someone's sitting down having a coffee, you don't go and join them. <laughs> no, yeah. well, now that you find them trapped on a screen, mate. Yeah. 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 So it's an amazing thing, the outdoors. And finally, just to wrap things up, what's your personal outdoors October pledge? Well, I did pledge that I was going to go paddling, so... Um, yeah, I was fortunate on the that. weekend. I ticked that off. That's right. Paddling on the Blackwood and, you know, encourage people to go down there. We'd just paddle outside Bridgetown. And I know that the Bridgetown Caravan Park, you know, you can hire canoes from there. So great opportunity to do that. Yeah, the other things I guess I'm looking forward to doing in Outdoors October is just getting out in the swag a bit. Just roll it out and, you know, just camp under the stars and, and just enjoy that, the moments that are there. And, um... Yeah, spend more time with family and friends in yeah. the outdoors. That's really what it's all about. Do you have That's any it. special yeah. spots that you're going to go to? Well, that'd be telling, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll leave that a secret. <laughs> then we'll wait for it to go on the outdoors. October I know, hashtag. mate, but I, I couldn't go past without asking you what, what's your going to be your pledge for outdoors October. My pledge for outdoors October is to enjoy a different part of the country. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so perfect. off to Victoria and Tasmania and taking in some colder Great. weather. Well, one of our ambassadors, Sue, she's heading overseas to um, run a camel tour oh, so, in Morocco. Be, so, um, you know, th I think that's the amazing thing is once you get a passion for the outdoors and some of those skills, you, you can connect to people all over the world, mm. you know, and you just start here, start here in WA and connect to the globe, you know, so you can adventure wherever. Mm. And, I, and I think what we're encouraging people to do is just to take those first steps. You know, and then out you go. Yeah. That's that's it. Just keep going. Yeah, certainly when I'm going on a holiday that's not necessarily trails related, I'm always Googling where can I go outdoors when I get to a place just that's to it. escape yep. some of the cities. And we're fortunate, you know, we've got some very passionate people out there both working, you know, in terms of the outdoors, developing people, developing events, uh, trail development. You know, what we've seen through Outdoors October is bringing those people together to work collaboratively, mm. um, we can have a much stronger voice in trying to influence the people around us to understand why why these strange outdoors people are out there. And when they come with us, they enjoy it. It's good for their well-being. It's good for the economy. And it's great fun. That's that's the key. Yeah, yeah. it is. You brushed on the economy there, and it's that thing where you have a big event like Outdoors October and you can get numbers and you can yeah. quantify how many people are getting out there and then that then shows, oh, actually, we need some more money for trails or we need some more money for advertising and apps yeah. and everything. And yeah, really So, so some of the numbers just from the events, we know there's over 20,000 people connected to events up, active and out there in October. And we've been doing some research with Marsden and Jacobs and Skills IQ recently to identify that the nature-based economy in WA is worth over $2 billion to our economy, you know? Wow. So it's, it's not small numbers that, mm. um, that we're talking about in terms of people getting outdoors. And there's many positive benefits that flow on from that. So the more that we can do to get more people out there, we diversify um, our economy. And the great thing with that is... It moves them off from that money out of the city 
out into those regional areas as well, mm. you know, where that money gets spent many times over in their little communities. So whether you're, you know, on the Billman track, walking through a community, um, you know, buying your, purchasing your stuff as you go, or you're in a four drive and you're heading up north for a fishing trip and, you know, fueling up at each fuel stop and, you know, doing your overnight accommodation. Mm. All the way through there, you know, there are opportunities for people to both spend money, which supports the economy, but also connect with other people that are adventuring together. Mm. So it's a winner all the way around. It is. I'm looking forward to WA taking advantage of our natural uh, assets and yeah, diversifying yeah. away from mining and everything else. Well, that's right. We know there's, there's plenty of big holes out there. And I mean, I've spoken to a lot of mining people that often do fly and fly out work. And um, one of the things they come often to the end of a contract and they think, I wish, I wish I'd got out more from mm. where I was because within this area that I've been working, there's some fantastic camping. And one of the things sometimes they do is they then go, oh, I've got a break now. I've got to bring the family back, mm. you know. So if there's one thing I'd encourage for in those, some of those mining groups is keep your workers up there for a week and bring the family up, you know, so they can get out there um, and just see some of the amazing terrain and amazing places, some of the gorges up north, some of the creeks, you know, some of the artwork, you know, dating back thousands and thousands of years um, that are tucked away in Western Australia. Mm. All right, well, thanks very much for coming in, Jamie. Mate, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So, as we say in Outdoors October, go on, get outside. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to go on and get outside, there is the events page on the Outdoors October website, which is www.outdoorsoctober.com.au. That's right. And if you want to tag any of your outdoor adventures on social media, the Outdoors October hashtag. That's it. Hashtag Outdoors October. Yep. And we encourage everyone just to get out and enjoy it. We're, we're looking forward to seeing you out there. Yep. All right. Thanks very much, Jamie. Thank you, Mark. See you in two weeks with the first part of our guide to Fitzgerald River National Park.